Welcome to another podcast in the Gainsborough Winter Pressures series of podcasts. A podcast which I, Bill, from Stepping Stone Theatre for Mental Health, talk to various experts in and around the Gainsborough, West Lindsay and Lincolnshire area about the services being offered to help people and support people during the winter time, but also to alleviate some of the pressure on the NHS. So these organisations will offer befriending, uh, a soup kitchen, a warm space, just somewhere that's not in the house and somewhere that's not in hospital either, somewhere where they can find a friend, join an activity, uh, or just get a nice cup of tea and a chat or a nice slice of cake and a chat, but somewhere to go that's got support and friendship and befriending. And we talked to lots of people from in and around the area. We've got a very interesting guest today uh, who's got a very interesting company. Uh, his name is Alistair, which is very uh, common, I suppose, but Gobsticks. Gobsticks. So that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to find out what is Gobsticks and what is Alistair all about here on the Gainsborough Winter Precious Podcast. Thanks for listening, and let's welcome Alistair. I think that's Alistair at the door right now. Uh, I'm going to invite him to come in and uh, he's going to tell us all about himself and what he does and his organisation. His organisation's got a very interesting name. It's called Gobsticks. Gobsticks. Uh, and Alistair, very simply, is called Alistair. So I'll say, hiya, mate. Welcome. Hello, Bill. Good to, good to speak to you again. And thank you ever so much for agreeing to do the Winter Precious podcast and imparting some of your information. Now, our listeners, no have got, our listeners have got two things up to now. They've got Alistair and Gobsticks. So fill us in. Who are you and what is Gobsticks? Well, Gobsticks is a tabletop and role-play wargaming club. Uh, we meet in Lincoln on a Thursday night and we meet in Gainsborough on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, that we call ourselves Vikings in Gainsborough uh, to differentiate between the two clubs. And um, basically, what we do is we play tabletop war games such as War Machine, Warhammer, um, Blood Bowl, those sorts of games. Uh, so, using miniature figures, uh, but we also play some board games as well. And then we do role playing games. So, that's things such as Dungeons and Dragons, which you may have heard of. It's been around for a while. Mm. That one I have. Um... Yeah. The others, I'm not sure about. So when you say you play, is it like playing chess? Um, similar to, to chess. It's very tactical and uh, it can be very competitive, but there's there's more dice and miniatures involved. So you kind of, you shake the dice and you move your figures around and and win, hopefully win. Yeah, basically, yeah. Right. And do you get many people coming? Uh, yeah, yeah, we've got um, we've got a hundred people on the books at Gobsticks. Uh, wow! Um, we usually get between about thirty and four uh, thirty and forty people on a uh, on a Thursday night. We've been going for twenty five years in Lincoln, and the Gainsborough Club is very new, so it's only about two years old. Um, but we have about fifteen to twenty people that come. Because this is the Gainsborough Winter Precious podcast, and uh, our target demographic audience is the people of Gainsborough, West Lindsay, and surrounding villages. Where is it? happening in Gainsborough but at the moment we uh, we meet at the venue at Roses uh, so that's on North Warren Road uh, we meet there on a Sunday from 1 till 5 o'clock uh, we use the uh, the marquees there or the um, 
to have a little cabin that we go in sometimes, especially in the winter when it's cold and we get the heaters on, so it's a nice warm space for people. Brilliant. Warm spaces is very, very key to winter pressures, the issues of, of finding somewhere warm uh, to go. Exactly. So t- talk me through kind of the format. I get my dice, I, I throw it on the board, I get a roll. What do I do? What's, what's, what's the action? Well, it very much depends on, on what game you play. Um, most people have played board games, um, so sometimes we, we will have different board games that we play. Uh, but for something like Dungeons & Dragons, as a fantasy role-playing game, it's a lot more immersive. So you'll create a character in a fantasy world, mm-hmm. and you can be anything you want to be. This character can be everything you've always dreamed of. So if you want to be a, a six-foot-eight barbarian with bulging muscles... <laughs> then you absolutely can. And the whole purpose of Dungeons & Dragons is for you to step outside of your normal self and you become the character. So you will ask questions as if you were the character. You will speak as if you were the character. You will respond to certain things as if you were the character. And the Dungeon Master is like a storyteller. So they create the universe. They create the world for you. And then they will... um, give the players actions and tell them what to do and then they will have consequences of those actions so say if you decide that you want to uh, be a little bit bad and you want to uh, steal some things um, you, you'll have to make certain checks on uh, how adept you are at stealing um, but if you get caught you will face the consequences and Ooh. can be put into prison hey if i'm a six foot eight barbarian they're gonna have to try and stop me first mate well, that, that's all part of the fun. So if, if the police turn up to, to try and arrest you, you, you can resist and you can bring out your sword and swing it around and um, it, it can get quite entertaining. <laughs> that's fantastic. Now, I have to ask, I've got to bring it right back home and right on topic. What is that going to do with mental health and taking good care of myself during the winter time when it's dark and it's, you know, it's damp and it's cold? What? Why should I come... Well, as you'll, as you'll know, the, the winter time can be a very difficult time for people with uh, with mental health issues because, yeah. as you say, it's dark, it's cold. Um, we're not getting the right vitamins um, from the sun. Uh, we're probably not going outside as much, and we're not socialising the way we are. Um, one of the, the main things about um, the, the fantasy role-playing um, and, and tabletop gaming is the whole community that we create with it um, so you'll be meeting with like-minded people, people who have maybe struggled with um, social environments, um, engaging with other people. Uh, they might be a little bit shy. Um, but when you play these games, you can you can learn to practice certain skills um, that you would need for everyday life, sort of um, assertiveness and confidence. And the consequences of, of those actions are in a safe environment. So you can learn to build your confidence, you can learn to build assertiveness, and you can do things that you've always wanted to do, but you might not want to do in the real world because you're worried about how people respond to you or how people react. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of people with mental health problems um, or, or other sort of um, issues that people face, um, such as uh, issues with autism, um, ADHD, ADD, um, these sorts of things where they can come along and they find it a lot easier to focus. They find it a lot easier to concentrate and be in that environment. Um, and you can sometimes be, um, you know, a bit silly with things and you can take things in different directions and you're with other people that have faced these same issues. So while you come along to game, you start to find that you, um, you know, you make new friends with people that 
have faced the same things that you have and, and you're able to start talking in more depth about things. And we've got people that have made lifelong friendships. Um, mm-hmm. We would have a couple at uh, Gobsticks in Lincoln that they actually met there. Um, they became good friends. Uh, they fell in love. Um, the, the lad, he actually proposed on a club night and, and they've been married wow. now for nearly 10 years and, and they have a little boy who comes. Um, I've been going to, to the Gobsticks for 25 years. My son, who's 18, he comes along. Um, he's had his own personal journey with, with issues he's faced and it gives you a little bit of a step out of reality. So it, it takes you out of the daily grind of, of everything that's is going on. So if you're facing things that are depressing and and dark and bleak and you know you just need something to give you a little bit of a, a pickup, you can get into the whole world of everything. Um, even if you're just playing a game where it's it's rolling dice, it expands more than that. So the miniatures in a game, um, you can paint them, uh, and the beneficial effects of, of sitting and painting is is immense. Um, That's fantastic. That's just just brilliant. Uh, I'm just thinking: do do they? Do you find that these people, when they come and they play these games, do they adopt this character, the the persona that they become? Uh, Some people do. Yeah, they um, they they will come along. So they've always wanted to be something, uh, but they've never had the confidence to be that person. especially with uh, you know trying to be a more confident assertive person in in reality maybe that that individual is um you know they're quite shy um they don't come out of themselves they never really sort of speak up for themselves and they start to learn through the game that they they can do this a lot more they get encouraged to do it and they find that they actually have that knock-on effect where it um it, it just becomes normal for them to use that in every day we we had a a young lad who really struggles with it, um, and he he just came out of himself, and and now you you wouldn't believe that he'd been such a shy person, and uh, you know if if someone says something that he doesn't agree with, he'll stand up for himself, um, he'll help hold people to account, and but he's been held back by his own mental struggles. So that's fantastic that he he's found that he's found a voice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, he's found. You know, you're calling it character, you're calling it whatever you're calling it, but he's found a voice for himself. He has, yeah. And he, he's become the things that he wanted to be through creating a fantasy character. Interesting that he creates these fantasy characters. It's a bit like kind of wearing a mask and, 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 and boosting your confidence by becoming that character, yeah? It is, yeah. I mean, a lot of people that um, have struggled with mental health will tell you that they, they wear a, a mask daily. Um, they'll put on a face in the morning and they'll go out to uh, to the real world and um, when they come back home they take off that mask and, and that's that's when the, the danger is is when nobody else is around and um, the amount of times that you'll have with people with suicide for example um, where people will comment they, they never realised they were depressed because they were always so happy and um, you know what, what this does is it encourages people to take off that sort of mask so they can become the person they want to be and then you get to see more of it so people lose their inhibitions and uh, you know they start dealing with with certain things that they they struggle with facing and the benefit of you know something like Dungeons and Dragons is the actual game can be um, changed so you can learn to fight certain 
issues that you struggle with in your daytime. So you can make a personification of something such as depression, um, and then you can physically fight it in a game. So you can tackle these problems, awesome. and you can learn to overcome things fantastic. through a, a fantasy setting. So that's fantastic. I mean, I've heard, I've heard of, of sessions where you can go and you, you draw what you think your anxiety looks like, you draw what you think your depression looks like, you draw what you think your bipolar looks like. But to actually create a character that you're going to... Because uh, I'm still living as the six-foot-six, mostly barbarian right now. And so to create that character, and then I would find uh, a, another one of your your soldiers, your model, call them what they will, and I would fight that, and I would call it depression. That's fantastic. Exactly, exactly that. So any any demon or monster that you've ever had to struggle with in your life, you can create this personification of it, and you can tackle it head on and and learn how to um, you know you can fight it with a sword, you can fight it with magic, you can do however you want to tackle it, but you can learn to overcome these seemingly horrendous um, monsters that we we all face daily. Um, but you learn how to tackle them, and uh, you're, you're not as weak as you think you might be. Do they, I mean, do they orally, do they come and tell you, uh, Alistair, that was fantastic, I've killed this, or Alistair, that was brilliant, I've beaten anxiety up today, and I feel a lot, lot better for it? Or does it just happen yeah. in the moment? No, we, we get we get people that will always come and talk to us. And one thing we found with a lot of our members um where they've been struggling with mental health because they've learned to overcome certain issues. And they're, they're still struggling with things, but they, they learn the coping mechanism. But because they've learned how to deal with things, they're quite happy to share that with other people who maybe they've not found the answers yet, but we've got plenty of members that are quite happy to help them along. Um, one of our executive members uh, is a chap called uh, Andy Dodd, and he's more than happy to talk to people about his own mental health journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's very, very good at supporting people um, through gaming, he runs role-playing sessions. Um, he'll talk to people about how he's overcome his struggles and how the gaming club becomes part of his coping mechanism. Um, so he uses the club as a way of relaxing and unwinding and getting rid of all the daily pressures. And if he has got frustrations or anger, he can use gaming as a way of channeling that energy in a more positive way than just losing his temper. I love that idea of channeling it, diverting it. I'm a great believer in diversion, and it is. You talked about the mask. We have that in theatre, as you know, the comedy and the tragedy mask, the two masks that people wear. Uh, We have a saying at Stepping Stone that tragedy is comedy with time, and it sounds like exactly what you're doing. You're giving people time to be unwell, but also showing them some hints and tips on how to get on that recovery journey exactly that and we, we have people who um you know they, they might not be in a very good place when they come to the club and um you know they're they're struggled and people who who don't even realize they've had mental health problems um we have a chap who um he was struggling at work uh he was finding things very difficult he wasn't getting on with his colleagues and he was always coming to the club in a really bad mood to start off with and um, I sat down and had a chat with him and say, look, men- mental health is not just about the long-term issues that people be facing, that there's short-term mental health issues. And mm. if you need to find a way of, of coping with this, and, you know, we're all here for you. And he was finding that after four hours of gaming, he was in a much better place when he went home, and he was sleeping better on the nights that he'd been to the club. 
Um, and now he's, he's set up um, his house where he's got a gaming board there. He's got his son. He's got a couple of friends that play and people come round and he finds that as a brilliant way of relaxing rather than where he would have traditionally just sat with a bottle of Jack Daniels. So the results are incredibly tangible with what you're telling me, yeah? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, It, it really has an impact on people's lives. Brilliant. And I think that there's been a stigma in the past of um, Dungeons and & Dragons and, and Warhammer being a bit geeky and, you know, we've, we've got people that have maybe suffered um, bullying through it, but the diverse crowd that we have is amazing. We, ha we have a, a lot more people coming into the community now. Um, you just have to look at um, Instagram or, or other sort of social media and you'll see there's a lot more um, young ladies that are getting involved into the hobby now where traditionally it's been people like myself where um, mi middle-aged men, um, but we have a lot more young people getting involved into it, um, a lot more women, um, a lot more people from the LGBT community um, are getting involved with it because they're finding that it's a safe environment for, to be in where you've got non-judgmental people that we're a well welcoming community and you know, we, we don't mind what people are, where they come from, what their background is. Brilliant. We, we're just there to play games. Brilliant. Alistair, we're coming to the uh, kind of end of our time together, which sadly I could talk to you for hours, you know that. And I'm sure, yeah, we, I'm sure we will do another one of these at some point. But I always ask our guest around uh, about this time uh, within the interview about a piece of advice. If I'm sitting at home, I'm not feeling so good, uh, and I want something to do. I don't want to go to my GP. I don't want to go to the hospital. I don't think I'm that ill that I need that kind of help. But I want to do something that I like. And then somebody says to me, well, why don't you go down to Alistair on a... on a, What day are we down at Roses? Is it Sunday? Sunday afternoon? So, Sunday Sunday afternoon at Roses. Brilliant. Why don't, one and five. why don't you nip down and see Alistair uh, and do some gobsticks? Uh, what advice would you give me, Alistair? The advice I give you is you don't have to face things alone. Um, there, there are ways that you can tackle your demons by just talking to other people and we'll, we'll help you fight the demons. Oh, I love that. I love that we will help you fight the demons. I love that, pal. I've got to say, hand on heart, thank you very much for that. It's really opened no my eyes because you used the word geeky earlier on. My son, bless him, he used to play magic and he used to play Dungeons and Dragons. And I looked at him, I know he's my son, but I looked at him and thought, it's a bit geeky, that, isn't it? But you've <laughs> certainly opened my eyes to a whole new uh, vision of what these games are about to help with your mental health and personal development. Uh, I'd like to say thank you very much for your time, Alistair, and sharing all that information with us. No thank, thanks for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, I'd just like to say once again from the six-foot muscly barbarian who's this, <laughs> side, who's this side of the microphone, Thanks for boosting my confidence today, pal. And you have a wonderful no, rest of your day. No worries. You enjoy fighting those demons with that massive sword. <laughs> well, I forgot about me sword. I thought it was just, <laughs> I thought it was just muscles. You take good care. We'll speak to you very, very take soon. Take care, Bill. Cheers, yeah, Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. So there you have it, another great podcast from our friend and ally and expert out there, Alistair, from his company Gobsticks, where they play games to fight the demons. 
of depression is hint and his piece of advice there come down and see us we'll fight the demons together this is bill of stepping stone theater uh who hosts the podcast the winter pressures we're going to be talking to another expert next time on the podcast thanks for joining us on this one and we'll speak to you and speak to an expert very very soon take good care for now happy health keep smiling <laughs>